I like macho films. They really get my tick. Well, I like arty films. I think they're so sick. What if I pick? Yeah, and then I pick? All right, Bryce. Okay, Nick. Let's not waste time. Can you? Give me a flick. It is Bryce and Nick's Can He Give Us a Flick? Uh, two men, two movie lovers. Yeah. One very different taste in film. Exactly. One goes left, the other goes right. Mm. Leans to the left, mm. leans to the right. Which one are you? Well, I reckon I'm a bit of a right leaner, if I'm completely honest. I've heard the rumours. I was getting a massage today from a guy who is like a physiotherapist slash masseuse. And when you say like yes. a physiotherapist, like a masseuse. Well, he was he was a physiotherapist, but he wasn't giving me physiotherapy. He was just giving me a massage. It's <laughs> just a hand job. Yeah. <laughs> No, I specifically went to a place that didn't try to whack me off because that actually happens a fair bit, believe it or not. You go into a place and they're like, do you want the special massage? I'm like, no, I just want you to rub my back. But I got this guy to rub my back. <laughs> so this is the coals. I got this guy to rub my back and I was up what? and to the right and because oh. he flipped me over and I didn't like readjust because I'm like, I don't want to touch my dick in front of this guy. So you just left it there? You thought <laughs> that was a better option, did you? It. I just left it and I was like, oh, that, that looks up. <laughs> that looks up. Did he do anything? No, he just, he just, he was very polite. He just kept on his business, <laughs> rubbing my neck and my chest. Anyway. Each week, you and I give each other a different flick. Correct. Not like your masseuse table story. <laughs> uh, we watch it, we talk about it, and then we uh, come back and decide whether or not we were left satisfied or unsatisfied. Yes, because you and I often talk about films and you'll often tell me about something really in quite an excited manner and I'm often not excited about what you have to say. And then the same goes vice versa. I'll say something about a film and then you'll make a snide comment about it and I go, okay, well, we've obviously got to do something here. The thing is, when you mention films, it's very easy for me to wrap my head around what you're talking about, even if I haven't <laughs> seen it, because they're usually very simplistic. If we decide we're satisfied, we'll get one of these. Uh, if we're unsatisfied, we'll get one of these. Uh, and look, that's still up in the air for me. Compl to be can we stop saying up know? in the air after your fucking messy story, mate? <laughs> that is up in the air, like my right-leaning weenie. <laughs> but I did the film last week. You gave me the mission of watching La La Land. I was left unsatisfied. <laughs> the mission. It's a pleasure. An honour. Well... I mean, for some people. And uh, as a result, because you thought that was a fun film, I decided that my film for you was going to be a fun film this week. It was John Wick. It was. Can you give me a flick? You continued with the rhyming game. I watched it. You did. Is it a joke? <laughs> is my first question. Because if it is a joke, then I think they've achieved what they're going for and they've done really well. If it's Off not a bat. joke... If it's not a joke, I think they've missed the mark. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that is your question. That's the first thing you said. I'm just curious because that will dictate which way I go with this I think, I think, to answer your question, if that is a serious question. It is a serious question. I think it's a movie that doesn't take itself seriously at all. I think you're right. Okay. And for that reason... You can hear me out and I'm going to talk about it and give it the time that it deserves. Baby boy, I'm here to hear you out. I do think it is, it is ridden with cliches and exposition. Lots of exposition, yeah. And 
thematically it's problematic. <laughs> and I think Keanu Reeves turns in one of the worst performances oh! of any actor I can ever remember seeing in a film. A career worst because he has a style, right? He does have a style of poor acting. He's just, do you know what his problem is? He's unbelievable as a human being. I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's like... He's an enigma. It's like if we made a film now in 2023 purely with AI mm. and we go, oh, he's almost got it. We've almost figured out <laughs> what we're doing here, but not quite. Yeah. Um, there's one scene and it's right. If you haven't seen the film, essentially Keanu Reeves was a hitman. Mm-hmm. And then he, he leaves, he stops hitting and he falls in love with a civilian and, and they have a lovely life together as far as I could understand mm-hmm. in a, a rapid five minute uh montage at the start of the the film did you and, like that question did you like that montage because for me no. i remember when i watched the film for the first time i remember the first five minutes were quite i was like am i watching the right film i kind of just didn't i wasn't i felt detached from it early because i was like yeah they they produced that quite well is what i'm saying and oh that's it, an interesting it, take it hit the it hit the emotional notes in a way that I was like, I'm not watching an action film right now. <laughs> okay, that's fascinating. I think that's what they've gone for, and yeah. I think they've landed nowhere near. <laughs> I thought, do you know what it's like? It's like watch. It's like when you start to play a video game. There's yeah. a little video that they've shot up front, mm-hmm. and they've cut it a bit too quick, and it's all the same color palette, which is just very distasteful. It, it's it, it's banging you on the head and going, Do you know that this is meant to be sad? Yeah. His wife is dead. She's given him a puppy. And then the dog dies. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a Russian... It's an awful scene. The son scene. of a Russian mafia boss who comes over and kicks the dog. And and he's had the dog for less than 12 hours at that point. I, I, my reading of this film is he gets it in the afternoon and he loves the dog. And then the Russians come over in the middle of the night and they take the dog. And his wife who died obviously organised for... How do you think this played out? She organised for someone to send a dog after she died. Who was responsible for that? I actually... Well, I don't think you're supposed was to... Was that on the, the pet shop? <laughs> I need you to keep reading the obituaries. <laughs> and when you see my name pop up... Aww, you yeah. send this dog that may or may not be born yet. You want to talk about the realm of possibility I, I just... in a film like this? Fine, whatever. Anyway, this dog arrives, she's dead, mm. and she says, I hope you can love this dog like you loved me and yep. like you love your car. He's got a Mustang. He, it's yeah. an old Mustang. He's a car guy. Here's car the problem. Guy. The Russians then come around, kill the dog, yep. smash. Uh, they steal his car, and you don't really hear about the car. There's a little scene where he goes off, he tries to find it, and then the car's when he, largely ignored about. When he... F- that scene where he takes his car and fills it up with petrol and bumps into the Russians, mm. is that after or before? That's before. Okay, so you see the car before. The Russians see the car. They see him driving. Yeah. They okay, go, I right. want that. And that dog is mine. And then they come around later that night. They kill the dog. They steal the car. And then it's just a revenge movie from that point on. That's all you need to know, plot-wise. Did you cry when the dog died? I did not cry when the dog died. I was still questioning what genre this was and was this a parody film? But do you know what? The moment where she sends the card from beyond the grave yeah, and she's, you know, elicited Pet Barn's help or whatever <laughs> and the card arrives and he reads it, I, I, I had a tear with that. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a it's good a lovely moment. That was a lovely moment. Mm. The rest, 
mostly ridiculous, but <laughs> that was a very nice uh, moment. You know what? There's like it's funny. Sorry, I'm I'm going back and forth no, a little no, bit. No, there no. are there are some moments where I thought this is I like what you're doing here because it because it is funny and it's deliberately funny. Yeah. And when the Russians come in and he kills them all, uh, a little further on, and he picks up the phone and he says, uh, "Can I make a reservation for 12? And that means I need you to come and clean the house. There's 12 people that have yes. died. And like, there's little moments where the script is actually quite smart. Yeah. And but self-aware the, at the same time. And self-aware to an extent. Yes. Here's the thing. Mm. I did a little bit of research because I didn't think the dialogue was very good. Yeah. And at no point is it worse than at the start of a film where Keanu Reeves' wife has died and he goes to the funeral and this scene happens. How are you holding up? I keep asking why her. There's no rhyme or reason to this life. <laughs> it's days like today scattered among the rest. Are you sure? <laughs> now that's him and Defoe. That's Defoe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and and Defoe's great. Yeah, and he, he's always consistent. Wonderful. But are you sure? Does none of it make sense? And do you know what? So then I, I did a little bit of research. Do you know the, the story behind John Wick? Mm. Because maybe that'll put it in perspective for you of why Hit this me. film doesn't deserve the time of day or this podcast, quite frankly. The creator is a guy called Derek Colstad. Mm -hmm. um, now, he was really struggling in Hollywood. And if you get to enjoy John Wick, or I'm assuming any of its sequels, you can see why. Uh, he wrote 60 screenplays before oh. he found any kind of success. 60 screenplays. Was John Wick his first success or did he have a success story before John? He had done two short films. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the, the solo writer of, of two shorts and he did a film called The Package with uh, Steve Austin. That was his... Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, yes. Oh, and this wonderful. is this is a little bit of The Package. You're really starting to piss me off. <laughs> yeah, it sucks to be him. Extraordinary. Yeah, it to sucks think. to be him. It only got a, a 4.9 on oh, IMDb. That's a low Unfair. score. That's a low score. So he's come off the back of that and he's gone, I've got a great idea. Yep. Uh, and it was essentially John Wick. And he sat down for four days. Mm. And I imagine he watched TV for a pretty good chunk of those four days. Yeah. And then at the end of the four days, he went, fuck, I've got to turn this in. <laughs> right quick. <laughs> and he pieced it together. And he went... <laughs> Who would be a good director to bring this to life? Mm -hmm. And he found a guy. Yes. And this guy is called Chad Stahelski. Yes. Now, he has done all of them. But essentially, it's, it's the same kind of thing. This is his uh, directorial debut. And his history in film... Do you know what that is? Uh, he did. He, he was involved. I don't think he didn't. Obviously, the Wachowskis did the Matrix, but he was yes. involved in the Matrix somehow, was he not? He was very much so. As a stunt boy. Oh, he was a stunt boy. Yeah, he was a stunt guy. So he's done a lot of stunt work. Right. Uh, stunt performer, stunt coordinator, I guess. Yeah. He's got a kickboxing background. So he, he did. You're right. So he did the Matrix films. He did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He did 300. And oh, uh, stunts for all of those films. Mm, right. Yeah. What about The Crow? Did you do something with The Crow? He might have done The Crow. Right. He did Beer Fest. If he did The Crow, he really fucked something up because someone died on that set doing stunts, man. Okay, well, I don't want to put it on him. That's, the Lee Boy. It could very well be someone else. Oh, well, it could be. I don't know. Someone I died just... on The Hangover 2 as well. You wanna, oh. You want to bring that up? Oh. Well, that's just a bad film. <laughs> <laughs> that film didn't need to be made. Well, neither did this one, if we're being perfectly <laughs> honest, mate. 
Okay, okay. So I'm so he's, I'm getting a vibe. So here. he's got John. He's got he's got Keanu on board, yeah. and Keanu goes, "I know a guy. I know this guy, Chad, who did the Matrix. Yep. I would like to bring him on to direct the stunt scenes and and to direct the action sequences." Sure. And he goes, "Do you know what? Uh, because of all of my experience being thrown around a set and falling down and pretending to be hurt, but being okay, I think I could direct this, the actual film." They went, "Yeah, sure, absolutely." Give him, the, give him the keys to the camera closet. And he did his best. The thing is, we can't forget that Keanu Reeves, this is in 2014 that this film's made. Yeah, yeah. And Keanu has just come off the back of a series of, of successes, mm. such as 2013. This is the thing that he did most recently to John Wick, mm-hmm. just the year before, 2013. Uh, Extreme Pursuit. And the storyline of this is Mr. D kills a man who's stealing from him the murdered man's people seek revenge how long's that film do you reckon uh, let's go let's go 80 minutes 16 minutes oh. that was a 16 minute film it's a short. so so that was his most recent thing oh um, look, look we know year, we know that john wick was a keanu reeves revival the year okay? before that he did generation um three adults during a single day in new york city filled with sex drugs and Indecision. Do you think John is hot? Bro, you got to grab that booyah where you can before some other dumbass grabs it away from you. Drink! Shut, 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 it's got to have high score because I can tell you one thing. You want to know something fun, mm-hmm. young man? Mm-hmm. On Rotten Tomatoes, it is certified fresh at 86%, and the audience score's not much lower at 81%. It's a 7.4 on IMDb. That's pretty fucking high, man. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty fucking high, man. Pretty good for what it is. So, <laughs> you s- okay, I'm going to say something, and I'm, uh, I'm sure you have more points to make, but... From well, many of them being Okay, honest. okay. Well, then, from what I'm gathering, I don't... It doesn't sound like you got the point that well. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that because I think all these things you're, like, criticising it for, I feel like that was the fucking point. Look, Like, it's I, supposed to be a stupid action movie. I do agree that it's sort... It's action porn. It's... It is like a video game. Yeah. The action sequences are fantastic. Okay, I was actually going to bring that up to you because, yes. in my opinion... That scene, it's kind of where, where he's walking through the nightclub and they've all been alerted to his, um, and he's just shooting 700 people in this. To yep. me, that is some of the best choreography I've ever seen in yes. an action film. Yes. And it, it was like watching a really well-oiled dance routine, the way that he was, the way that they were doing the kicks and the shooting and the way, I just thought that to me, I found that so visually stimulating. Yep. Because it's long takes, it's single takes, it's not this sort of rapid quick fire shoot that we're so used to seeing. So it feels very different. And it was all Keanu. It was all Keanu. And he spent hours and hours every day for weeks and weeks Mm. and weeks on end in all kinds of training for that. And and you can see, and it pays off. Yeah. Um, If he'd gone to like a a, a Stella Atler, you know, like an acting course is all I'm saying. (laughs) That could have been just, I don't know how to emote. All right, Keanu, we'll work with you on that. It's a funny thing. All right, because Keanu Reeves' acting has been a cause for conversation since he first stepped onto the screen. What are we? Well, I'm thinking Point Break is probably one of the breakout roles for mm-hmm. him. Is that yep. fair to say? Yeah, definitely. And then you fast forward a little bit to Devil's Advocate, and I think people seem to stand universally united that his performance in that film is excellent. 
alongside Al Pacino. Have you seen Devil's Advocate? Yes. Al Pacino, Charlie's Theron. Yep. Um, his performance is actually very fucking good at that. Good. Um, alongside a very eccentric um, Al Pacino in that film. And while his character's grounded, that, that, that final confrontation between the two of them is a wonderful scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can think of a number of performances that he, not that he had to be excellent, but he at least did the job. And then along came The Matrix in 1999, where he basically plays the most dull individual on planet Earth, which I think was the point. I think Neo is supposed to be a bit of a... Uh, but the thing with Neo in the original Matrix, you could tell he didn't give a fuck in two and three. But in the original Matrix, he was grounded. But when he had to elevate, he did. But I think he kind of got typecasted as a bad actor to a point where people only cast him in films when they wanted Keanu Reeves. Does that make sense? So it's like, I can't picture anyone else playing John Wick. I actually can't. He's been pigeonholed. Pigeonholed. Because of his inability. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is I don't think you're dealing with a bad actor. I think you're dealing with somebody who gave a certain performance once and then his career became defined by that performance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when they said John Wick, when they wanted a John Wick, they wanted a guy who could basically just, you know, hit the beats. And I mean, I forget the exact quote, but there's a line, there's a cheesy action line he says, when he's detained, he's got his hands behind his back and it, it's something along the lines of, you killed my fucking dog. And it's like, the way he delivers it is so Keanu that like you as an audience member just laugh at it because it's so desperately Keanu Reeves. <laughs> like inherently Keanu Reeves. I just think it's so, there's so much of it mm. that is lines like when he goes into the Continental, which is the hotel where yeah. no business can be done. Yeah. For members in the underworld who are staying there. And he's beaten up and he's bruised and he's bloodied and he stands there in front of the concierge. And the concierge says something along the lines of, Could I offer you a brandy, sir? <laughs> Lance Reddick. What are you doing? Yeah. Is that that like that is meant to be funny, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a lot what of about lines like hmm. Keanu. He because Keanu was this fierce, they called him Baba Yaga. Yeah. Which is a ruthless, relentless man of focus, commitment, and and sheer will. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, Harrison from the most recent season of Maps. <laughs> and and one scene they describe they say he killed three men with a pencil. Yeah. And I just that's so on the line as being just such a cliched line uh, of dialogue. Yeah. But it could be funny. And so they could be laughing at themselves. Yeah. But there is so much in this film that makes me think that they're clueless to their own cliches that they're dealing up and offering the audience. And I and I think that's why the history of this screenwriter and, you know, Keanu's uh, most recent films off the back, uh, you know, before this and this director, it doesn't give me a lot of faith and confidence that they know what they're doing. I think we're projecting that this is a film that is highly aware of what it's doing when I don't know that it is a okay. lot of the time. That's an interesting take. That's a really interesting take. A bit stunned, actually. That's the first time we've ever... No, no, because you know what? At the end of the day, uh, when I sat down and watched John Wick for the first time, I watched it with my mum and... We both were just like, has a high score on Rotten Tomatoes. There's fucking nothing else on. Let's give it a go. Yeah. 
and we laughed. We we like were thrilled. We were quite thrilled by it. And I remember getting to the end and us just both looking at each other and being like, you know what? That was fun. And you know, I watch a lot of movies and I watch a lot of different movies for a lot of different reasons. But sometimes I just want some fucking eye candy. You know what I mean? Sometimes I just want to be entertained. Sometimes like just a quick thrill ride gets and I don't know if I've seen a movie in the last 10 years that has done that as well as John Wick did. I think the sequences with the violence, in particular the scene in the club, mm. is so excellent for what it is. Yeah, The lights are great. The music is fantastic. The choreography is brilliant. The cinematography through that, as we sort of talked about these long sweeping shots, yeah, it's all done really, really well. And, mm. and it's when the film recognises that it's like this sort of neo-noir action film that has this base in a kind of silly vengeance plot that I think it's at its strongest. Sure. And for that reason, I was left Uh? satisfied Uh! by what this film does for most of the film. That's a plot twist. Mm. That's a plot twist, young man, and Mm. I admire it. In fact... He's up! He's up and at him! I'm clapping it in. I'm clapping it in. He's done it, baby. Hey. Well done. That's great. You gave me a flick. I was left satisfied. That is, can I just say, I feel good about that. Time for another massage? (laughs) I'm ready to lean to the right for a second rub. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I hated that. If Mm. I had my time over, I wouldn't have said that. We can cut that in the end. No, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm more appreciative of your your point of view there than I thought I would be because when I th- when at, at the very beginning when you were like this is silly I was kind of like well, yeah it's supposed to be silly fuckwit and yeah. but then when but then when you got to the end I was like okay now I get what you're saying yeah. and you know what you actually might have forced me to go back and rewatch it to see if I'm on board with that opinion great i think there's a lot of misplaced anger in that film yeah the russians have copped it quite a bit <laughs> I would just like to know that if I ever piss you off, you don't do something as dramatic as what John did. Yeah, no, you know what? Uh, maybe the dead dog would probably force a, a harsher penalty than not letting me into the building. Mm. But um, yeah, no, look, I'm, I, <laughs> they don't call me Baba Yaga. They call me um, they call me um, Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. You're always hungry. Hungry and cushiony around the edges. Okay, well, with that. <laughs> Okay. I've got um, a flick for you. Yeah. There are a few different styles of film that I like. Uh, I, I know that. I, I know what you like. Yep. You go and I speak to a, a my six-year-old cousin <laughs> oh, and I say, What's, what are you talking about? What are you talking to the kids about in the schoolyard this week, Jeremy? And he goes, oh, Don Week is very... (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't have an accent. Jeremy does not have an accent. Thank you very much. Spent a lot of time overseas. Oh, good. Uh, Well-traveled child. (laughs) And he goes... That's John Wick. Okay, great. Okay, oh. that's probably that's a rice film. Oh. I have a few different... I like arty. I like romance. Uh-huh. I like old films. Sure. And next week, I would like you to watch one of my favourites, Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant Ooh. in the 1938 oh. Bringing Up Baby. Oh, is this a movie where just women just get slapped for when 45 was, minutes? No. <laughs> when was the last time you watched a black and white film? A black and white film. Um, 
It's one or the other with you, isn't it? Yeah, look, uh, one that was actually... Ma- I-, I watched The Artist um, oh, not yeah. that long ago. Yeah, but one that hasn't isn't doing it as a you know, stylistic not as a trope. choice. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I honestly, off the, off the top of my head, I can't think of the, of the last time I watched a black and white film that was made black and white because they hadn't advanced in technology yet. They weren't making dog revenge flicks in the 30s, were they? Pre-World War II? All watched, right. Well, this I'll, is good. Yeah, this is exactly. an education for you. Yeah, it is. No, well, I mean, I've seen black and white. I used to like, I used to really like the original Frankenstein film. <laughs> you know, the one where he's got the bolts in his neck? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Frankenstein. <sighs> All right. I'm excited about this. This is, this is a bit different for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. All right. Same place. Same time. Same next place. Week. Same time. Next week. Let's do it, baby.